0: Nestled high in the Rocky Mountains and broadcasting from the Pineapple to the Big Apple, as sure as the north wind blows and the South Sea flows, The Conspirati Show begins now. What's happening, everybody? This is uh, just James and Josh here with a quick coronavirus clip note session. Kind of a new thing we're going to start doing, and it's really just uh, hitting the the highlights and lowlights of uh, the coronavirus, seeing where we're all at. So currently, the confirmed count worldwide, we're sitting here on March 24th, is 422,629 with 108,879 recovered and 18,895 have passed away on that. Um, United States, whew, not to be left out of the party. We are making our way up that ladder. Um, We have confirmed cases of 55,200. 379 have recovered, whatever that means, and uh, 796 deaths. Um, the numbers jumped up quite a bit. It seems like, and I think we're going to see that. You know, Josh, with the uh, the bell curve on it, I think it's going to be. I think this coming week until about uh, you know first week of April is going to be pretty gnarly. What do you think?
1: I think we're probably looking at it at it definitely growing, especially with New York having uh, the largest amount really shooting up. Some of that's testing, though, right? We're testing more people, so you have people that have it obviously might have mild symptoms compared to dying, but you're also talking about a city that is very dense, a lot of mass transit. Um I think New York's only gonna get worse. I think the issue that I see is that you're gonna look at a place like North and South Dakota, which really should be one state, but and people are gonna say, Hey, they only got four cases, you know. Uh so let's not consider this to be a, a big work. deal. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's what we're, we're running into. And that's why the thing has spread so much. We've had months to kind of prepare for this. And, and I can only you know speak for you and I, but I know we were on top of this thing, like beginning of February, like watching it really closely. And I wasn't out buying doomsday food, but uh, I was definitely paying attention. And then at the beginning of February, when I heard that the, uh, the media shifted tack to the nothing to see here narrative, yet the Pentagon was getting ready quarantines centers at military bases. I'm like, oh, fuck. I need some apocalypse food. Of course, that just consisted of two giant boxes of otter pops and three cans, three jars of peanut butter, but that's neither here nor there. I got better and I have better shit now.
1: Hey, hydration and protein. That's what you need.
0: Poncho punch, not to be fucked with. And uh, I do have a lot of electrolytes. That's always important. Uh, my, my, uh, my brondo has what plants crave. But I mean, I think the biggest. You know, the biggest the biggest problem that I see with this, Josh, is is really what the fuck to believe. So if you're out there and you're listening to us, uh, let me let me be completely candid. I have no fucking clue what's going on either. Um, I'm just doing my best to kind of wrap my head around it a little bit um, down. And now Trump saying we're back to work.
1: Yeah. What I haven't got my head wrapped around is still um, why we're not following what South Korea is doing. Just test. Everybody, everybody, find out who has it and quarantine them. Japan, which you know has a has a societal norm of wearing masks while sick, did that, you know, help stop the spread? Should we start? This is after we get through this. You know, maybe we should start making people wear masks, you know, when they're sick to help stop the spread. Um, China, China, depending how you view China, as either. Eliminated it, which you know, if they released it, I guess it'd be easier for them to to stop it. Um, but man, Europe is just fucked. Yeah, Italy, um, Spain. Good God, Spain had a horrible day. Um, I think a uh, five hundred fourteen deaths in one day. Italy, Italy, though they seem to, for have better have... or worse, seem to be that they might be flatlining themselves out. I think the I last two really days. Words. But, uh, you know, well, not a great word. No, no. I should say the curve is flattening.
0: Well, well um, it is. And and it's, uh, I, I fear it's only growing for us, but I think a lot of that's based on testing and there's been no real, I mean, I've heard of things uh, on major media. You know, I like to flip back and forth between the, uh, the kind of the big three, the MSN, MSNBC, CNN and Fox, and, um, just kind of get a good laugh at it. But I've, I heard things on, I want to say it was CNN where, um, the Corona test couldn't tell the difference between water or coronavirus. Like Like it, it's, so who knows what we're actually testing. And is I that, keep seeing well, is I that keep, the CDC
1: uh, one or the one from the, from the world health organization that I they
0: it the world health organization, but look it up for yourselves. I'd, I'd encourage you to do it, but um that's
1: interesting. Cause that's what all the other countries are using. That's one they offered us. And we said,
0: no, no, nah, we're good, bro. We'll do it ourselves. You know, looking at, uh, uh, testing. I think that it's been proven on the countries that have lessened the impact of this. Testing is kind of a good thing to do. But like I said, you look at any type of news, where where the fuck are we supposed to get our news? I don't know about you guys out there, but I certainly don't trust the CDC after the way they've handled this thing. There are reports in the beginning of February of like letting people out and we can't get the test. Like you had months to prepare for this. And don't give me that shit about, oh, Trump cut the budget and this and that. Yeah, of course he did, but months to prepare. Well, to
1: be fair, I mean, the the Pentagon and intelligence folks went to Trump and said, this is going to be a problem, and he ignored it, which is, you know, it's kind of his M.O., right? Ignore any briefings, ignore any documents, ignore well, hope,
0: it, pray. Deny. And ignore, deny, ignore, deny, then admit you did it and say, who the fuck cares? I think that's kind of his best playbook.
1: Well, except he hasn't gone to... Admission at all. Oh, right? Ten for ten in you know, China virus, we shut down the the fights to from China or it would be a lot worse here.
0: Mm, don't think so, friend, well, were, or the reports where he actually literally crossed out, you know, COVID 19 and put China do a terrible Trump impression, but I thought that was that was a little interesting thing there. But uh I don't know. Guys out there listening, like if you have good sources or don't say fucking info wars like literally like where are you getting your information on this i'd be really curious to talk to you guys out there and, and see what you're coming up with and from where i mean you check the cdc for the the numbers and stuff but uh it's rapidly developing you know
1: i think you have to rely on the states or i guess if you're getting your stuff from twitter you know and with a blue check mark
0: yeah um, it seems to be a good spot man that's what really got me concerned about it in the first place because i i literally wasn't concerned and then once it's heard the pentagon thing i I went to twitter and i looked like hashtag wuhan i'm like oh my god it's the apocalypse so again you can't believe really any of that but i just put it on a spectrum the official narrative what i saw on twitter even if it's half of what i saw on twitter it's fucking terrible but one thing i want to bring up and this is uh this is good information as opposed to my normal rantings and ravings i would encourage like if you're listening to this i assume that you're pretty concerned and you're you know all over this thing gobbling up news so i would say one thing like i find taking a break from the news is really good for your mental health um just pick a time i'm going to i'm going to get you know my 15 minutes of news in the morning just to make sure nothing's terrible and then i'm not going to look at it until the evening you know i think that's really good but when you are looking at it um I would really encourage you to to vet everything you see and everything you read about this. You know, Chomsky taught us about the five filters and that's that's Noam Chomsky, personal hero of mine. Um, And he he taught us about the five filters of media. And, And then you can kind of do this on your own and run it through. Now, the first filter is ownership. Now, mass media firms are what? They're big corporations. And then oftentimes that little big corporation is a subsidiary of a bigger bigger corporation and so on and so forth um, <clears throat> and keep in mind their end game and that, that end game is profit so their interests are to push whatever guarantees that profit right so when just naturally through through that process you know critical journalism like has to take a second place to the needs and interests of the corporation so always keep that in mind now number two is advertising. Um, that's the second filter, and that really is going to expose the real role that advertising plays. You know, media costs uh, a lot more than any consumer is ever going to pay. So, who's going to fill that gap? Advertisers. And what are the advertisers paying for? Eyes and ears. That's your.
1: How now? I've seen my cable bill, and I certainly feel like I'm paying for it.
0: Well, that's for that sweet ass internet. That's a totally different thing. That's like ninety. 90- 9% profit. <laughs> um, but just remember like, what the fuck it, we're supposed to trust the news. And they're telling us about the, the global pandemic that we're going to pause real quick. And a fucking like diabetes medication commercial comes on. Fuck you. Right. Remember that the advertising, right. Eyes and ears. So they're going to sensationalize it a little bit. Um, and then the third filter is, is kind of known as the uh, media elite, Um, And the establishment manages the media through the third filter, right? This is, you know, journalism can't be a check on power because the very system encourages uh, complacency. Complacency? It it requires you to be complicit with it. Um, Take people like Rachel Maddow, right, and the whole Russiagate bullshit. Um, Now, I was saying from day... I don't know, maybe not day one, but uh, within about four months into the Gate thing, I'm like, this is bullshit. There's nothing there. And I am not a fan of this administration at all. But I'm like, this is a conspiracy theory these fucks are spinning with and taking it way out of control. And I say conspiracy theory that they're running with. Like, again, I'm using Rachel Maddow as an example here. This bitch wasn't lying, right? Even though it was a lie – she wasn't lying because she believed it. And that's what I mean by, you know, the media elite, like these people, these talking heads, these Anderson Coopers, they wouldn't be in the position they are if they didn't agree with the position that they're in type of thing. Right? Like I'm not going to hire a dissident. No, you're there because you believe what we're selling. So we're going to have you sell it to other people. Cause you know, somebody who genuinely believes in it and thinks it's true, will sell it a lot better. So always keep an eye on that, and then the fourth filter, um, and this is the important one that that I see a lot of around this, a lot of this around Corona is, is flack, um, and that, that that's take you know the Glenn Greenwalds of the world. Like if you want to challenge power, if you want to speak truth to power, you're gonna be pushed in the margins. You know, whenever the journalists, whistleblower sources, they, if they say fuck it and they they know the consequences and they do it anyway they get flack look at julian assange the smears on him left and right that's all the flack that they've been using you know the alleged rape charge that he faced which was complete bullshit when you actually look at it and just everything else it's the flack they're using to kind of discredit and just push them to the margins just kind of it's Really strong, just trashing stories, diverting the conversation, and that's it. Whenever you start seeing anybody like outside of the you know executive branch start taking heat for this, it's just flack. They just push it away and other things and really slide it over to the margins. Like, whose fault was this? Who did X? Nope, it's it's you know, the Cheetos bad. Listen to us, we'll 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 tell it to you. They really use a lot of flack on this, and then the fifth one, which is coming, guys, and believe me, it is um, the common enemy. If you want to effectively manufacture consent, you need an enemy. You got to have a target that common enemy. We've always been at war with Eurasia, you know, and that's the fifth filter, whether it's communism, terrorism, immigrants, the economy, the, we need a boogeyman to fear. What's our boogeyman in this? It's a fucking virus, right? And this really helps corral public opinion. You know, and I really want you guys to keep this in mind when it comes to the common enemy, this time being a virus before this time it was, you know, terrorism. Think about the legislation. They're going to start shoving down our fucking throats for this. When we have that common enemy, we will let the powers that be get away with absolute murder. The Patriot Act, you know, we'll give up all our civil liberties if they've just promised to save us from that boogeyman. So really, guys, keep it in mind. Try to compartmentalize it as best you can. Um, and that's kind of the end of my rant. I just, like I said, I think trying to run those things through those five filters, anything that you're reading, anything that you're hearing, even this, you know, think mm-hmm. one, ownership, two, advertising, three, the media elite, four, flack, and then the common enemy for number five. And that's kind of always helped me really frame my, uh, my media intake.
1: And if you're looking at this podcast, I mean, also we have no advertisers hint. Um, and also not,
0: there, I'm willing to sell out fucking cheap too.
1: And we're not elite. We haven't reached a Joe Rogan levels of distribution or popularity. Um, I don't have anything really much to add to the rant outside of try and watch, you know, the sources when you are looking at the news. So, don't just look at the sound bites or the little Twitter posts of say what Trump might have said or something from the administration. Actually Read go it. and find the video and watch it. Vet it uh, out. And um chances are what you're thinking is probably true, but just make sure that you are you're going back and looking at it and letting uh, yourself make that determination, and not let other folks just um pop that thought into your head. Uh, Because I know when I watch the press conferences for myself, uh, I see someone who is so deeply in the pocket of big business that uh, they're willing to uh, have people go to work and have deaths happen just in order to ensure that uh, the next uh, quarter's profit looks good. Um, So keep that in mind too. follow the money look at what's being passed. We're not going to get a chance to really probably review that bill before it's passed. So at least go back and look at it.
0: No, we won't, you know, and, but hold your, hold your congressman to task, hold your representatives to task, you know, end of the day, they're supposed to be elected officials, right? I mean, call their offices, yell them. I don't know something, but, you know, speaking of scandals, we watched this perversion between corporate America and, America is so incestuous now. Like just the big news today was uh, that the FDA grants a drug company an exclusive claim on a coronavirus drug. So Trump's FDA says, here you go. You guys are the only, only ones that can make this. You get it for seven years. And to be, to be clear, that
1: drug has been already developed for Ebola- And uh, Marburg virus infections, but it's found to have some uh, good antiviral activity against uh, single-stranded RNA. So that's your MERS, SARS, um, some other viruses that are out there. So it's basically, yeah, already been developed, and it's pretty much being repurposed, but then patented. So something that's already been out there, because that's one of the things that drug companies love to do. Anytime they can find another use for a drug, they can patent it again, right? So if you have, say, hydrochloroquine, which is in the news today, right, an anti-malarial drug, also can be used for lupus and, like, rheumatoid arthritis. But every time you find that use, you can then patent it for that use. So it only goes generic for one thing, but not necessarily for the other thing.
0: Well, that's it, and it's an orphan status. And, and, you know, I, I could very well be wrong on this, but from what I understand of it, an orphan drug is something that is out there and exists, and when a company gets orphan status, they've effectively adopted it for seven years, and that's what they've given this one. Right.
1: And they'll be uh, collecting checks from the government, just like you would with an orphan.
0: Like this fucking drugs out there, you know, Oliver twisting its way through life, you know, and here, please, sir, I want to fuck over the American people some more. More? Actually, yeah, that's just what we're about. We can totally fuck them over more. Hop in, hop in, let's go. You know, and, and, Bernie blew a gasket on this. Cause I firmly believe he's one of the few decent human beings in politics. And, and he was quoted as saying, it's insane. It's unacceptable that the Trump administration has given. What's the name of the company? Gilead? Jasleen, Gilead? Jasleen. What's the name of this company? It's uh, Gilead. Gilead. Sounds like Jasleen, Jasleen Maxwell. Hmm. No, he says, it's insane that they've given, um, The the Gilead Pharmaceutical Corporation a seven-year monopoly on a potential coronavirus treatment. We will not tolerate profiteering. Any treatment or vaccine must be made free to all. You might not like it, Bernie. You're going to do more than tolerate it. You're going to do the same thing that that everybody you're fighting for is going to do, and you're bending over and taking it up the tailpipe because we've been here before and we'll fucking be here again.
1: Yeah, I mean... We wouldn't want uh, a company whose revenue uh, in 2018 was uh, $22 billion to have to suffer at all, you know, especially with this administration. Um, You know, they need help. They're a big, beautiful company, you know, that are calling the administration on a daily basis to offer help, maybe for a price, but, you know.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, and even if you look at the orphan drug act in and of itself, like the whole thing is bullshit. It's smoke and mirrors. You know, the orphan drug act, uh, was, was born out of 1983. They just missed it by a year. God, I would have loved that if it was 1984, but Hey, we're there now anyways. Um, and it was passed to ensure medications for rare diseases can, can be developed, you know, and it's meant to benefit companies, you know, which may not recoup their research cost after their drugs are put on the market. Fuck you.
1: And I, I don't think anyone's saying here that um, these companies shouldn't recoup some costs and make a little bit of profit. But sure. both, we both know that with this administration and the way that we treat big pharma, they're gonna make a lot of profit.
0: Oh, profit. You know, and, it, and it's, again, like if you want to give me the whole, you know, narrative of, well, capitalism is what drives research and what drives innovation. Fuck you. It doesn't. The numbers are there to show you that it doesn't. Look at how much money these companies, these big pharmaceutical companies, go and do your research. Here's all I'll tell you. I would ask that you look at two categories. Category A, how much they spend on R&D, how much are they spending on research and development to get these great new cures?
1: And how much are they spending on marketing?
0: Bingo. You know, we're going to do an, an episode coming up one of these times on fucking uh, the fact that we can watch prescription commercials in this country. It's a, it's an absolute scandal that it's even there. But uh, as, as a teaser, go out and look that up. Again, look at how much money they spend on r d look at how much money they spend on um on advertising and marketing It's insane
1: and look at the before and after especially because you see you see where our our costs all went up I mean how much is the doctor's visit now versus where it was
0: well and just so growing up look at this company and and how they did it and they've completely gamed the system to get this through um you know, somebody from a, a watchdog group um, around this issue said uh, Remdesivir is one of the uh, relatively few medications that can prove effective in treating COVID nineteen. Said Peter Maybar Duke. Wow, Maybar Duke. That's a hell of a last name. Uh, director of the group's Access to Medicine program. Quote: The government should be urgently concerned with its affordability for citizens. Instead, the FDA has handed Gilead, one of the most profitable pharmaceutical corporations on earth, a long and entirely undeserved seven-year monopoly, and with it, the ability to charge outrageous prices to consumers. Gilead has gamed the system by rushing through its rare disease orphan drug application, Barduk added... Its action is disingenuous and outrageous. I mean, again, it, it's right out there in plain sight. You know, you're, you are you fucking... The, these pharmaceutical companies are goddamn Bodie from Point Break walking into the bank and ripping off the mask. They don't even give a fuck anymore. They're just robbing it right out in plain sight, and there's not a goddamn thing anybody's going to do about it. But maybe that's just the way it goes. I'm
1: not sure why you'd, you'd think that when, um, you know, we have uh, EpiPens that were in 2007 like $94 for two of them.
0: A twat jacked it up 900%.
1: Now they're over 700 because they allowed one of the manufacturers to buy the other one. It's insane. And it's a generic. It's just the injector is what you're paying for. If you went and got a syringe and just...
0: of course they all have shelf lives of like what 90 days or something like that like it's bananas but I mean again like this whole take the coronavirus thing like what would you if you got treatment grandma's sick but it's not even grandma anymore there's a lot of reports coming out of younger people dying from this or I read a report the other day of a 39 year old uh, woman who died healthy you know by all accounts and again you got I'm I'm questioning all this shit because I'm like I don't know these people, but I am starting to slowly trickle in. And I'd ask you guys out there, are you seeing anything? Have you been affected by this? But I'm seeing uh, stuff on Facebook and other social medias of, you know, please pray for my father-in-law. He's complications of uh, coronavirus, and uh, so it seems like it's starting to to hit home. But it's 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 still a few degrees removed from me, and, and I'm very fucking happy about that, but uh, what are your stories? What are you guys doing out there? I mean, what's it, what's it like in your neck of the woods? I didn't even think woods had necks, and I don't like that expression. I promise I will try not to use it again.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we had talked earlier that you know uh, a volunteer at my wife's work passed away from coronavirus uh, yesterday and complications, so that's Kind of closest that I've gotten to it, but, uh, you know, you look at uh, here in the Rockies, nestled high, it, it's not quite as bad as in some of the other cases. Our former hometown of, of Washington, out in California, New York, it's magnitudes worse than it is here.
0: It's getting gnarly, but, you know, that's that's really all I had uh, for today. And we're We're going to be trying to do these updates, you know, sporadically. Um, little Brittany Murphy shout out there. But, um, I don't know. How are you guys doing out there? Keeping your sanity? I don't mind. Uh, didn't, didn't have much to begin with, but uh, slipping away day by day.
1: No, but it's finally allowed you to build the fortress you've always wanted as a kid.
0: It really, really has. And I've got, you know, an apocalypse level supply of Otter Pops. So it might be coronavirus that gets me first. It might be type 2 diabetes. haven't decided yet. I have fun finding out.
1: I just look at it and go, "Hey, glad I bought that five-pound bag of gummy worms before <laughs> before the shit hit the fan." So,
0: being in Colorado, I got a different type of gummies, my man, and I'm enjoying them. But if you guys like this, tell us. We'll do more. Keep them short. The only
1: difference between me and James is I'm a survivalist. I baked my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no, see, if- the only, the only difference is I support small business. I going? still
1: I support him. I bought I had to buy the weed. From... You got
0: that butter at a Safeway.
1: Oh no. You? No, straight coconut oil.
0: Oh, I am happy to report that uh dispensaries were deemed as necess- necessary businesses and remained open and will remain open during this whole thing. Liquor stores and dispensaries, very very exciting times.
1: Well, you know, you don't need people breaking into other people's houses for weed and alcohol, so It's true. You know, and if people are blasted out of their mind, hopefully they'll stay home.
0: Hey, I can do it. uh, Indoor, outdoor. It doesn't matter to me, but um, guys, if you like this, um, we'll do more. Um, Drop us a comment. Tell us anything we can do. If you want more numbers, you want more statistics, can try to vet it out as best as possible. Um, Like I said, man, when you're reading this shit, remember those five filters. And if if you don't already know Chomsky's work, it's been the only thing in my life where I have yet to catch him bullshitting something. And I spent more time fact checking him than I did actually reading him because of some of the stuff he says, you're like, no fucking way guys, man, he's, uh, he, he's my, uh, my true North in this man. So run everything you read through those five, five filters and let us know what you think.
1: Yep. Let us know. Uh, you can drop me a line at Josh at the conspiracy or James at James at the conspiracy. Uh, leave a review in your favorite podcast app, um, rate us as well. Um, just let us know how we're doing and, uh, how this episode was. And we will continue to try and produce, uh, more as we go along this wild journey and possible descent into madness, uh, at least on James's side.
0: That, That was my, my jumping off point. So I'm ready to go rock bottom. I can sink way lower.
1: Oh yeah. You always go sub basement.
0: Hey, I'll be here. You guys take care of yourselves and god damn it take care of each other everybody.
1: Make sure your uh, tabs on small businesses around like James mentioned. Try and support them and uh, we'll get through this one way or another hopefully with most of our population
0: Do what you can with what you got guys Take care